0: Goodness, you can don't any nobody has to rush away. Nobody has to rush away. If you're still receiving from the Lord, then receive. I appreciate y'all being so patient to let the Lord do what He wanted to do. I don't know about you. Has anybody gone up for prayer and received something major before? Anybody besides me gone up for prayer? And that day. Uh, when you receive something major from God, didn't you want it? Like, if somebody would been, if somebody would have stood up in the crowd and been like, "Would you stop praying and preach already?" How would you feel about that? Like, when it's your day to receive prayer, like you're like, "No, nah, y'all be quiet. I need this, right? I, I need this moment." You know, and uh, when it's when it's somebody's moment, and but it's not yours that day then it's one of the best things you can do is say, Lord, bless them, start praying, let the Holy Ghost lead your prayer. And I appreciate y'all being willing to give that time. Something I saw this week in prayer was that, although we'd have the Mother's Day service, I saw that ministry needed to happen. And it it was supposed to happen like right after the worship, so that's why we did it that way. Obviously, you could see the response. People, they needed a touch from the Lord. Uh, Because the devil's been fighting people. He's been doing all kinds of stuff. And uh, hey, they need a touch from the Lord. And I know it was most everybody in here. But I appreciate your diligence, your heart. I appreciate you sitting there and being patient and praying. Uh, that's that's what we do. We serve each other because when it's your day to receive, you want somebody else going, Yeah, touch them, Lord. Bless them. Get them, God. And you know, you want you want somebody sitting there uh doing that. And so um God's not mocked. Whatsoever we sow, that will we also reap. You want a touch from God, then be praying for somebody when it's their touch. Amen. And uh Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Some of you may or may not know what that is. But that's the joy of the Lord. God talks a whole lot about the joy of the Lord. Which, which would you rather be? Somebody that's like this all your life? Or somebody like this? All right. Which one would you rather be? Well, God wants you to be like that too. And he says so many times, I tell you these things that your joy may be full. Well, what does joy look like? Does it look you know lemon face <laughs> no it doesn't look like that no, no, no. it looks like that and he says i'm i want your joy to be full so you know some of you i know haven't seen that before cuz you're new with us uh but that's a regular occurrence that it's a it happens on a regular basis and it is so much better than lemon face it is so much better and uh and it And here's the thing, that same spirit of joy, it works all around the world. Uh, Paul and I went to the Philippines, and uh, I was sitting there. All of a sudden, I barely got, I'm preaching. I'm being serious, Pastor Shannon. I'm being serious. And all of a sudden, they start laughing, and the joy of the Lord hit them. I'm like, look, it's working the same way in the Philippines that it did in Boomerang. They don't know us. They don't know what we're bringing. It's the spirit of God. He is the spirit of joy. And uh, he brings that, and we need that. He says, the, the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Have you ever felt like you haven't had everything you needed? Maybe, maybe you didn't have the strength that you needed because you needed more joy in your life. But that, it takes a yielding to that joy as well. You have to yield to it. Like, you know, I remember uh, praying for Levi a few months ago, and he was like, I don't even know about all that. All of a sudden, the Lord crunched him, and, uh, he, was, and he was laughing, and uh, he, he was crying laughing. You know, the joy of the Lord, you all remember that? Man, that was such a blessing. That makes me smile and tear up with joy, you know, just about it. It's just awesome. And um, the joy of the Lord is our strength. But you can grab your envelope. We'll have a very quick offering. You know... (laughs) Anytime I say very quick anything, people Very quick, anything. Yeah. Well, people are like, well, that's out of order. No, it's out of the world's order. It's not out of God's order. It's out of the world's order. There's a difference. God's thinking is outside of yours. And sometimes we need to subject ourselves, right? So you know, and these are like it's kind of like this. Well, well, they're new to the church. They don't know very much. We're just going to let them know. These are our leaders. That's the youth leader, That's the children's ministry leader. And if we wanted to, we could just take off, and it'd be a Mother's Day service of joy. Like, I can see it. Like, all I gotta do is go pray for a few people, and it'd be like joy, 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 down in my heart. Yeah. I can see it. I can feel it. Pastor Shannon knows how this works, too. It'll take off if you let it. And sometimes you're supposed to let it. I'm not sure today's that day, but we'll, we'll find out. joy yeah ushers help her ushers ush now what would happen if let's say that God came down let's say that Jesus showed up in here and all of a sudden he touches you what would happen if Jesus touches you do you think that things would start to be solved in your life? Supernatural, like Jesus touches me, right? But he says this, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is alive in you. That same resurrection power is in you. That means when people are called the minister and even you, if you're just a believer, you have that same resurrection power working inside of you. Well, here's the thing. If Jesus came down and touched somebody... Supernatural power would be released. But if Jesus is the fullness of joy, then when people are being touched by the Holy Spirit, by the spirit of joy, then all of a sudden what happens is in moments like this, supernatural power is being released right now. And here's the thing a lot of people are like, well, you know, she's got everything under control. <laughs> Obviously not. Here's the thing, a lot of people, you don't know what she might need for this next season. She's stepping into a new season of her life. She needs supernatural strength. I don't know if you heard the word, I prayed for her. But what I prayed was, as you feel this new burden come on, may the grace of God rise up in you to meet that where you feel like you're not even carrying it. But yet, through your obedience, you're able to carry more. She's stepping into a new season, a new season a new season, a new grace. She needs a new strength. Well, if the joy of the Lord is our strength, how do you think he's going to get that strength to her? Just like that. Just like that. And people are like, well, that doesn't make sense. I know, it doesn't make sense to your natural mind and how you were raised. But you've not had teaching on this from the Word. I'm teaching you on that on that joy right now. Let me see this Bible here. Let Romans fifteen thirteen. This is an offering message. I was trying for an offering message. (laughs) Romans 15 13. Now, would you agree that Romans 15 13 is inspired by the Holy Ghost? All scriptures inspired by God. So this is God talking to us, right? This is God talking. (laughs) Oh, I just saw something the Lord's gonna do. That's awesome. I'm going to enjoy that. (laughs) Now, may the God of hope. I can feel it like, Pastor Brian, please don't come back here and pray for me. Like, don't look at me. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy. How much? All joy. What's the purpose? What's the purpose? See, and now listen, don't be offended for me. Like, she's not bothering me. I'm really happy that she's getting what she's getting. Don't be offended for me. Like, how dare she, you know, laugh in the middle of his message. No, that's what needs to happen. That's the Holy Ghost. That's not offended me. That's what she needs. That's what she needs. That's what she needs. They need that joy. I'm not, I'm not offended. No, I'm happy. That's like people laid out here receiving from God after a prayer. That doesn't bother me. I'll walk around them. They Let them lay. Because that's where the power of God, that's where supernatural things happen. How many people want God to be supernatural in your life, not just natural? I, I need supernatural, not just natural. Well, if you want supernatural in your life, then what's going to happen is you're going to have to get outside of natural thinking. Because if you don't get outside of natural thinking, supernatural will cross your thinking every time and you'll never walk into it. You'll come up to the wall of natural thinking, the boundaries of natural thinking, and you'll never cross and then you will never walk in supernatural. Does that make sense? So we've got to get okay with the supernatural and you could hear, I didn't know this is where today was going, but you could hear even while I was praying that the supernatural... Is what we need. We need a supernatural touch. He had me praying this already when we started praying for me. We need a supernatural touch, a supernatural touch, a supernatural touch. (laughs) But if our natural thinking. If our natural thinking gets in the way of the supernatural, then it'll be hard for us to move to the places of supernatural. For example, like you know, what I just prayed a few minutes ago, we need a supernatural protection on our children. But how do we walk in a supernatural protection if we're not walking in the supernatural? And all of a sudden, all the time, the devil's trying to get us to think like this world in a natural way. Why? So that he would, can get through and break through to uh, the natural man because there's no supernatural protection. We need the supernatural. So what you're seeing and what you're experiencing is you're experiencing a supernatural touch of God that doesn't make sense to a natural mind, but that's where we've got to say, okay, let me learn more about what God does. All we've done is we've figured out, hey, the Lord moves in ways that we don't always understand, definitely ways that we're not always comfortable with. Why? Because he always is disciplining those that he loves. And discipline for a moment in his Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Will you put that up? We'll go back to Romans in a second. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 11. <laughs> uh, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 11 says, All discipline for the moment seems sorrowful. All discipline for the moment seems to not be joyful, but sorrowful. What this means is, now you got to understand that We have a spirit, a soul, and a body, or spirit, a mind, and a body. And what we've got to understand is that in this moment, listen, every bit of discipline to our mind, to our flesh, and our mind if it's not renewed, it seems to not be joyful and sorrowful. So when discipline comes up or correction comes up, our natural man, the corrupted man, and our unrenewed mind throws up a wall. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That doesn't make sense. That I don't like that and your flesh doesn't like it. Now your spirit man, if you know Jesus, your spirit man is renewed. Your spirit man's going, "Oh yeah, I like that. I like that." But your natural man every time all discipline, not some of it, all of it for the moment seems to not be joyful but sorrowful yet. To those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness... So, see, what happens is when you're in a church that's actually going somewhere, they are constantly going to be stretching what you are comfortable with. Why? Because they're constantly stretching up for the things of God. If you're in a church that's doing something, you're constantly going to have your flesh put on the altar and say, Lord, take me to new places. How can you break limits if you don't stretch beyond? How can you go to higher places if you don't stretch beyond? You can't. You can't go to higher places if you're not willing to stretch beyond where you have been comfortable with. And so in order to go to new places, you've got to say, Lord, uh, show me those lines that I have been limited by so far. I was telling somebody earlier this week, uh, the Lord It's amazing what he's doing right now in my head and in my mind and uh, some of the things he's showing me. But as far as I know, uh, I think bigger than most anybody I can find. You know, there's a few people that think bigger and I I certainly... You know, Pastor Shannon uh, is here. He oversees. He's a pastor down at uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown's ministry and does a great work down there. So y'all welcome him and uh, show him some love today. I'm so glad you got to be here. He's, he's my friend and uh, I love you, and uh, so glad to have you today. And he just wanted to stop by and visit. But uh, anyway, he's seen it. There's some men like like Pastor Rodney. Pastor Rodney thinks big. I need to get around people who think big. But in in my normal everyday circles, I've found that I can't even talk about the things that God shows me because most people, they don't think that big and it it eventually can blow them out of the water. So I see on a regular basis that my thinking is going beyond what most people are comfortable with and I've found that that is right. Why? Because we have a big God. But here's the thing, in the middle of all that, here's what the Lord keeps telling me. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. I'm like, Lord, we're already blowing people out of the water with our thoughts and our vision and ideas. There's things people can't handle. And God's saying this, that's okay, think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Why? Because God can see it through. God, we're only limited in God by our limited thinking. But if we can see it, remember what he told Abraham. He said, go and walk about the land. And what you see, he said, everything you can see is yours. In other words, if we can see it, we can have it. And so I have people that have come into this place. They've been in financial bondage all their life. All of a sudden, they realize God wants to bless them. They start breaking the limits of their mind. And now, all of a sudden, they're starting to see. They're starting to see, hey, I can have money in the bank. I can, but I've got to change who I am. I've got to change the way I think. I've got to change the way I operate. But if I'll do it God's way, God will start pouring out. And you're starting to see people think like millionaires, like billionaires. They're starting to think on a different level and God's starting to meet them. Listen, in this church, two years ago, in this church, he's still been doing it since then, but in this church, two years ago, less numbers than is in here today, God erased almost a million dollars worth of debt in a year's period of time. It was over $950,000 of debt supernaturally erased in 12 months. I can't do that. You can't do that, but God can do it. That's just a drop in the bucket to God. We've got to understand. Now, finances are a great thing to learn by. It's not everything, but think bigger. Think bigger. Bigger. Listen, if the only person that can pay your bill is you, you're not thinking big enough. If, if you think the only way that I can go through life is the way I've done it before, you're not thinking big enough. You've got to do, be obedient to God and let him be who he's called you to be. Move into those places. Some people, they're afraid to, to step out into a new job. They're afraid to step out into a new business. And it's because they don't think God is big enough to help them and show them. When we started the church, listen, I'd never been a pastor before. I didn't know everything to do. I just knew that God would help help me and be there. Sure enough, he, he poured out a wisdom. I just said, Lord, I, the things that I fall short in, you will, you will fall big in, right? What I fall short in, you'll fall big in, and you will show me what to do. Now, the other thing was, I had a business one time. And it, I still, every now and then, I'll help people doing this. It's really helped with ministry. Doing web design, right? Doing web development, website development and design. I took my first job and I said, yeah, I can do that. i would never built a website. Now, yeah, that's bold. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it for this money and I can make it work. And I'm, and I'm like, i would never even done it before. <laughs> now, how can I say that? because I trust God. Now you shouldn't just step out into that just saying, hey, I'll do whatever I want to do and I'll just say it and it'll happen. No, I had leading from God to say it and to do it. I was being obedient. But what you've got to do is you've got to see that if you can think about it, God can bring it to pass. And if he tells you to go do it, you'll go do it. We've got to think bigger. So if we're going to move into supernatural, we've got to start thinking supernaturally. And that means that that supernatural thinking is going to cross our natural thinking. It's part of what he does with joy. What I've found is the Lord will use an outpouring of joy. It's not the only thing he does, but he'll use an outpouring of joy to really test and, and challenge people where they're at. He'll say, look, what do you really believe? Do you really believe I'm that big? What, one person laughing is gonna throw you off, and now, no, and he saying, look, I got more for you. You're gonna let somebody laughing throw you off? It's like, who do you think I am? You think I'm not bigger than that? You think that's not me? And so a lot of people, remember the scripture over in Romans? uh, It's around Romans chapter 1. It says, professing to to be wise, they became fools. He's saying, all you and your smart thinking, in the end, you end up being very foolish because you don't understand the simple things of me and you don't know how to cross natural thinking and move into supernatural thinking. This message that I have is drawing you to that place. It's drawing you up to a higher thinking. The joy of the Lord is our strength. <laughs> Some people are like, I thought she was done. I was I was paying attention now. I thought that was over. Pour it out, Lord. Ah, joy. Get another usher, bring her up here. <laughs> these are not drunk as you suppose. See why I said get another usher? <laughs> like they, they didn't just come today. They're not like immature in the Lord. No, these are the leaders. <laughs> joy <laughs> joy of the Lord glory to God <laughs> he's out One, two, three. (laughs) Does it happen just to ladies? How many people could use some supernatural strength? Anybody besides me? What you need, then, is supernatural joy. It's pretty simple. I know you've seen it down there. He uses this to filter people, doesn't he? And some people survive the test, and some people don't. Yeah. You've seen it, haven't you? I know. I like watching it because it's interesting. I'm like, oh, that's what you want to do today. And it's not only filling them up, but then we'll see who actually wants to grow and think bigger. Ha ha, so blend in echo. Man, Levi, I'm trying not to come over here. I'm trying. But you know, you know. Come on up, we might as well get it over with. I'm trying. I felt it when I prayed for you earlier. You felt it, didn't you when I prayed earlier? You're like, oh man, i thought I thought that was a one time thing. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there. You keep on. See, what most people don't know about Levi is like just a few months ago, he's like, I ain't sure that's real. I ain't never been touched by God like that. And then this happened. And then he got up and he was like, I didn't think that was real. He was like, it was real, y'all. It was real. He was giving it. It was real. Joy of the Lord. Now, if you try to hide, that like makes it worse. You realize that? <laughs> Joy. Fill them up, Lord. Fresh touch. Fresh touch of your love. Ooh, 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 ooh. Glory to God. It's not just ladies. They're not just, they're not just weak. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. It's not just white people. (laughs) Like those white people are crazy. (laughs) Now they're just full of the joy of the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Maraco, baby, joy, joy, joy. Yeah. What's happening? I see tears coming out of your eyes. Oh, yeah, baby. Baby, moment, joy, joy. Woo, <laughs> hoo, hoo. Hey, hey, come on, come on up here with me. <laughs> come on up here. Hey, hey. Balomobaya. <laughs> joy. Joy of the Lord. Joy. Woo-hoo. Yeah. You feel all that stuff breaking off? Now now watch that. You feel all that stuff breaking off? Now who's doing that? It's not me. Doesn't the Lord believe in breaking some stuff off of you? And he does it through joy. He does it through joy. Hey, 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 hey. Now what I've found is the more you like try to resist it, When the breakthrough comes, like it's bigger and bolder. (laughs) Joy, joy, joy. (laughs) Now, why are you laughing? The joy of the Lord. Joy. Overflowing. hoo hoo hoo. You just keep receiving. Somebody stay with him. He's drunker than what he thinks. Romans 15, 13, now may the God of hope, now look at this, Romans 15, 13, now may the God of hope fill you, that doesn't mean just like give you a little bit, fill you with what? All joy, all joy, fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Many people don't have the peace and they they don't have the strength that they need because they won't be filled with the joy of the Lord. And yet we have people all the time, they're like, we just don't understand why y'all are so happy we don't understand how y'all make it. Like, how do you just do things? And, and like, we know there's attacks. We know there's stuff against you. Why is it working for you? And how do you have such a good attitude? It's the joy of the Lord. It's the joy of the Lord. And you start to move in this. You start to move into the supernatural. And all of a sudden, what becomes natural to you is super. You're not limited anymore. You start walking and doing things that you shouldn't do before. You start moving into places you shouldn't be moving into because the supernatural starts messing with you and starts lifting you up to higher places and bringing that joy. Hoo say. He says, and, and bring all joy and peace and believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Ghost. What is it that brings the power of joy and peace and believing? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings that power. The Holy Spirit brings that. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Now look at this. Go to Ephesians chapter 1. This is not the message we had planned by the way. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 9, well, go to verse 8, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 8. In verse 8, at the end of it, he says this. Now, he's talking about the things that he's poured out on us, that he's lavished in us, that he's given to us. He's saying, look, I have poured out some great things for you. And he's lavished it on us. In other words, he hadn't been stingy with it. He has poured it out. And then then he says this, in all wisdom and insight, in all wisdom and insight. So whose wisdom are we talking about? We're talking about the Lord's wisdom, right? In all wisdom and insight... He made known to us the mystery of his will. The mystery of his will. In other words, there's some things that God wants to do that has not been seen up until the point where he writes this, but he's saying right now he is pouring out a mystery. He's pouring out a goodness, right? And he's saying, in my wisdom and in my insight, I want to make known to you the mystery of his will according to his kind intention. So what he's going to let known be let known to you is the kind intention of God's heart. He wants it to be kind. And then he says, which he purposed in him, which he purposed in Christ... With a view to an administration suitable to the fullness. Now, it says the fullness of times. In other words, if you go on to study this all out, what it means is there's a time where the fullness of God can be. And he said, I'm calling you up to be prepared for an administration suitable to God's fullness. To the fullness of God's glory. How can you operate in a fullness of God's glory? How can you operate where God wants you to operate if you don't understand the things of the supernatural, if you don't know how to move in them and operate in them? How can you do it? You can't. You've got to give yourself to the discipline that's going to stretch your comfort zones. And this is a problem. Anybody besides me ever had a problem with church? (laughs) Anybody ever had a problem with church? Like, I don't like, like, you know, the way that they're hypocritical. I don't like that, although they claim that God's so great, but I never see really his greatness in effect. I don't like that. I don't like that they seem so judgmental. What you're having a problem with is not really the church itself. What you're having a problem with is a church that's not operating in the fullness. Because when a church operates in the fullness, then all of a sudden the things of God happen. So a lot of times the thing, the very thing that we don't like about church, we are actually playing a part of that very thing that we hate. Because we're saying, Lord, I'm not moving to that place. It's uncomfortable to me. I don't understand it. And so we don't move ourselves into the fullness. And because we're not walking in the fullness, we're not walking in the power, we're not walking in the love, we're not walking in everything that he's called us to be, but he has called us to walk in the fullness of his glory. But in order for us to walk in the fullness of the glory, we've got to lay our own self on the altar and we've got to say, listen, Lord, whatever you want to do, I'll do. Like, for instance, when it's Mother's Day and you have another very nice and very good Mother's Day message prepared, Amen. but then the Holy Ghost says, Nope. Yeah. And you say, Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was a really good message, y'all. I really wanted to preach it. Nicole and I were going to do it together. They love you. It's a really good message. But then you get to the place where the Holy Ghost says, no, I want to talk about some things. I want to talk about moving up to a new level. And then it explains to me why all week, like I just wasn't seeing everything in the service clearly. Because he was waiting, he was holding it. Because he knows I would be nice and give a Mother's Day message, but that's not what he wanted to do. He wanted you to move up to a supernatural. Yes. He wanted you to think bigger. He wants, all right, here's Mother's Day for you. Here's a Mother's Day gift. Mothers, you can go to the next level. You can be the mom that God's called you to be, but it it calls to break off of what's been natural to you and move into the supernatural. Dads, you can help that mom be who she's called to be by stepping into the supernatural and not being offended by things that don't offend God you can see a flow even of this service you know Uh, it's different for me to pray right after worship but yet God says hey do it differently Why? Because he's he's doing stuff, he's he's doing things. People, when they were prayed for, you could feel the anointing, even during prayer this morning. It was different during prayer. God doesn't always want to do things according to your agenda. And, And if we'll let him be who he is, all of a sudden God can bring the supernatural out. God's looking. See, we, we want to be upset with churches because they've not been who they're called to be, and that's true, but we've got to take responsibility for us to be who we are called yeah. to be. Other churches might not do it well. I can't change them, but I can change me. And changing me means I give myself to the discipline of the Lord, and I let him stretch me. And when things, you know, a lot of times people be in church recently, we, we were talking about a situation where Nicole was having a conversation with somebody. And as soon as they, she started talking about what God wanted to talk about, this person got antsy. They got itchy. Id- uh, agitated, irritated and and immediately they became rattled, right, and they just wanted to shut the conversation down. you got to know if you could see with spiritual eyes what's happening in that moment what's happening in that moment is those that demonic that spiritual Force that's yeah. sitting there is saying, "Get this person! I've got a grip on this person, yeah. and I don't want to let them go. But if she keeps talking about spiritual things, if she keeps talking, I'm just going to do whatever I can to irritate that person's flesh, yeah. so that that person will will get out, and freedom won't come." And so I've learned, if I ever find that I'm sitting in a service and my flesh starts getting irritated, the first thing I do is I say, Lord, show me what you want to do, and I I give you me right now. If it's me that needs to change, let me change. But see, so many people don't even know, you remember what Jesus said, even to the Pharisees, he said, you do err not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. Even people that have been studying for such a long time, and particularly people that have just been, even if they've gone to church all their life, they don't even have a clue what's normal to God. And it's time for the church to go up to the places of what's normal for God, stop making excuses for it, and let God be God. Let Him be God. It takes people getting their flesh out of the way and letting the Holy Spirit be who the Holy Spirit is. And, and y'all as a group i mean y'all do an amazing job of it but we need to hear it we need faith comes by hearing and hearing by the preached word of god we need to get to the place where we say lord i need to hear this kind of preaching because it expands me it stretches me it stretches who i am it stretches what i'm doing because i don't want to be that kind of church that everybody doesn't like i want to be operating like jesus wants me to i want to be the kind of church that's bringing life to the world where changes are happening where kids kids are coming free, where kids are protected, where families are coming back together, where restoration's happening. And that only comes through a supernatural means. But it's up to us. It's up to us individually and as a group to say, Lord, I'm going after you. I'm going after you. I don't want to be normal and average according to the world. I want to be normal in your eyes, Father. Let me do what's pleasing to you. I'm going to tell you, though, To do what's pleasing to God, it's going to challenge you. It's going to challenge your habits. It's going to challenge your flesh. The reason why when we pray the power of God moves is because we're willing to let the joy break out. The reason the power of God moves and heals, even at the back door like last week, the reason why the power of God moves like that is is because we're willing to put our flesh on the line and let God be God. We're willing, you know, because... I. I don't know, I'm not, I'm not going to ask for hands raised, but listen, I have been the guy sitting in a service like this going, I don't know if I like that or not. That seems crazy. I don't like that joy stuff. I've been that guy. I think almost all of us have at some point because the world very quickly teaches us to be religious. But here's what I got dissatisfied with. I got dissatisfied with praying for people and not seeing them healed. I got dissatisfied with walking through life and not seeing God be who God is. And I said, Lord, there's more to you. He said, yeah, there is. But you're going to have to open yourself up and humble yourself to me. Because you don't know what you think you know. And I was like, ooh, I didn't like hearing that. That was that sorrowful point of discipline that you were talking about. That didn't feel good. But if I'm going to be humble, I've got to receive that and say, Okay, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll give myself to you. i humble myself to you. And all of a sudden, things started to happen in a way that I'd not seen them before. Things started to happen, and all of a sudden, the power of God started to flow. Did I understand all of it? No, I don't understand all of it. God's bigger than my understanding. But that's who I want. If, I, if I'm limited to my understanding, I'm in trouble, y'all. Yeah. If you're limited to your own understanding, you're in trouble. I need somebody who understands things above and beyond what I have. And that's why I need a supernatural God. But I got to put my natural self on the line to get there. That's what the Lord's calling us to do is to move up to new heights, to move to new places. Sometimes he does it with joy. Sometimes he does it just with the fire of God and the power of God. But whatever it is, however it is, Lord, we give ourselves to you. And let's just bow our heads. Father, right now, we just give ourselves to you. Lord, whatever, whatever we need, we just ask that you would help us to see the part of us that needs moving out of the way so that we can be who you've called us to be. Lord, bring your anointing and your blessing. Bring your anointing and your blessing so that we can be who you've called us to be. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Just, you know, and this is this is part of the reason why people don't like praying in the Spirit or praying in tongues. It's simply because they don't understand it, and yet it's one of the most beautiful things that God's ever given us. Have you ever wanted to pray for something, and you didn't know what to pray? Like I don't know what to pray. That's what tongues is for. You ever been in a ditch and you needed to pull yourself out spiritually? The Word says when you pray in the Spirit, you do edify yourself. You build yourself up on your most holy faith. It's a way to build it. It's one of the most precious gifts that we've ever gotten, but people don't understand it because they've not had good teaching on it, and so then they're afraid of it. We've got to find out these things in the Bible, find out these things in the Word, and let the Word of God do what He does. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, I ask right now, that you would just challenge hearts to drop the limits, to drop the comfort levels and go after you with the zeal and a fire like there's no tomorrow to be bold and confident for you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you know what needs to be prayed. You know what needs to be received. Let that be received now ma yeteka omalo oseve eshufru padana mosbe bandoko meacho oloko ma fruve mekoloba tiamose thank you father thank you father thank you father glory to god dani coach to be room bondobbe on the bolo pe ne eche erom ati atan lord break limits in this family break limits Break it open. Take them to new places. I just declare in Jesus' name, supernatural plans. Supernatural plans be released and be made whole. Let them be fulfilled, Lord. Supernatural plans. Let supernatural vision come in Jesus' name. Lord, break open their finances like rivers of of rushing water. Let finances flow into their lives. Let it be a favor in Jesus' name. But Lord, let it be so that they can fulfill the plans and do every good work that you've called them to. Uh, I just see vision. I see vision and destiny on you to fulfill great and mighty things. And you won't do it. You won't do it shorthanded. He wants you to do it whole. He wants you to do it whole. Full of finances, full of health, full of peace and grace. Full, full, full. I declare full, full, full not just so that you might be full, but full, full, full so that you might do every good deed that he's called you to. Full, full, full. You and your children Ho, ho, yeah. Bamaroma. Full, full, full. Full, full. I'm prophesying. My ha, ha, yeah, today. Full, full, full. Be. The seeds of a spiritual word are being released so that you may plant it, water it, fertilize it, and see the fruit of it rise up. I declare in the name of Jesus, full, full, full. Ha ha ha, yet karaboso a carabosu he It's important for you to be here today. He wants to plant the seeds and the ideas in you to show you there's more for you. Even everything you've dreamed of so far, he wants to do more beyond everything that you can ask or think. And even when it's looked limited up to this point, he's saying there's more. I'm gonna help break off those limits. I'm gonna help break it and take it to places where you can only dream of. You need to see bigger. Purpose yourself to stretch your eyes of faith And see bigger. And I don't. I personally don't know you. I don't know your walk. I don't know anything. But I know he wants you to hear this today. I've got more for you. He says. I've got more for you. I've got more for you. And the the limits that you've seen recently have been an attempt by the devil, to get you to shut down that vision, to shut down what you think's available, but God's saying, I'm going to break forth and break loose what's available. You'll start to see bigger and see bigger and think bigger from this day forward in Jesus' name, and don't fall for the tricks. Don't fall for the thoughts that would limit you. Don't fall for the thought that, well, I can't even handle my own life. How will I handle something else? How will I do more? He's just trying to throw stuff at you to get you to accept it and I'm not accepting it in Jesus name he's called me to great and mighty things amen glory to God amen amen hallelujah now when I pray you're going to feel the power of God Lord touch this family You're calling them to more. You feel them? Yep. I told you you would. Now what he's doing is I can't do that, can I, by myself? So what the Lord's doing is he's backing up what I said. He's showing you, he's confirming his word with signs and wonders following Lord strengthen him to make the choices that you've called them to strengthen this family you've got a plan and that plan is bigger and mightier than anything they've seen so far Lord I ask that you stretch his eyes stretch his vision so that he can be everything that he's called to be that they can be everything that they're called to be in Jesus name Lord give them strength and joy and the peace of God. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Peace and grace be. Peace and grace be. In Jesus' name. It's the same power of God you felt the first day you came here. I remember you telling me about it. So thank you Father God is real and God is big and he wants to do big things in your lives thank you Father thank you Father amen amen well it definitely has not gone according to plan but that's a good thing yeah I see hands raised over that Glory to God that it didn't go according to our plan. What we'll do, we'll take up the offering. And uh, in Jesus' name, everything that everybody gives, Lord, write it on their heart right now what to give over and above their tithe. The tithe we know is set, 10% of our increase. Lord, we give that to you in all honor. And Father, whatever you want them to give an offering, Lord, just show them what to give. And Father, we praise you for it. We call it blessed, pressed down, shaking together, and running over in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, what we'll do is at the end, we'll, we'll just bring that up as we go out. We'll bring up our tithes and offering as we go out. A couple of things that are very important, we do want to honor the moms, and uh, we're gonna do that in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you there won't be any Holy Spirit service tonight and there won't be any youth tonight. Generally on Sunday night we have youth uh, at 5.30 and uh, glory to God. Uh, but on the second Sunday of each month, we have a Holy Spirit service at 4 p.m. And the power of God. We just open ourselves up. Lord, whatever you want to do, you do it. We're coming early because we don't care. We won't, If you want to go long, go long. You want to go short, go short. Lord, we're open to you. We just give you the whole service. That's the second Sunday of each month. And um, tomorrow night will be men's group at Blue Bay Restaurant. That will be at 7 p.m. Men we got to come together. God's moving us into a time where we need each other. We need to be strengthened by one another. We need to be around strong men. We need to do what God's called us to do and quit making excuses for it. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Blue Bay. Be there. All right, now this is huge. Friday night, all night prayer. Now let me tell you what we're doing. We're going to come here Friday night at 10 p.m., and we're going to pray all the way through to 6 a.m. And then we're going to sleep all day <laughs> and, uh, or whatever, whatever we need to until noon. Yeah. Now, here's what's important. Why are we doing this? We've never done this before. The reason why we're doing that is because I was in a meeting. I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, you need to have this prayer, and here's what I want to happen. You're already sensing it today. What we're going to flow in Friday night and accomplish Friday night, you're already feeling some of the breakthrough this morning from that. It's, it's going to be no limits. Breaking every limit that's ever been on your life, we're going to pray that night. And we're going to break limits over you personally, over your family, things that have held you and your family back for generations. We are going to break that that night. We're going to pray. Uh, the Lord said this, my house will be known as a house of prayer. Right? Prayer, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much and it releases a tremendous power dynamic in its working, the Amplified says. When we pray, tremendous power is going to be released to break every ceiling that's been holding you back. And uh, so we're going to see breakthrough. We're going to see things that have been in your family for decades. It's going to break off. Amen. We're going to see breakthrough for this church. Anybody been in this church long enough and it's like you see this little rise and then it plateaus. Then you see this little rise and then it plateaus. That's what the Lord showed me. He said it's time for that to come to an end. And you're going to see it through this prayer. I need your supply and prayer. It's going to be awesome. Look, We're going to provide coffee and caffeine and probably some food. Amen? But uh, bring bring your pajamas if you want to. Whatever you want. But come, get comfortable. We're going to pray through the night. We're going to say, Lord, we're serious about seeing breakthrough for the rest of our life. And we're going to pray not only for ourselves, but for those around us. And it's going to be fun. God's going to pour out. So from 10 a.m. to 6 a.m. this Friday all right and it's going to be awesome so uh, we're looking forward to that uh, what we want you to do the rest of the day is have a great Mother's Day with your family but right now one of the things that we have I, I don't have the list of what we're giving away so I want you to help me with that yay we have huh If you haven't gotten pictures yet, the photo booth is out there. You can take whatever pictures you want. We'll post them on Facebook. But then, for each family, for each mom, uh, we're going to give each mom, uh, get an eight and a half by 11 printed to give to you. And uh, so take a good one with your family. It'll be a nice one that you can frame. Um, you know, for the ones that want the silly picture, that's the one. I'll, I might give you too. Um, so I like silly pictures. We do Are you... Is, Am it, I on? I don't. Is it turned on back there, Kendall? Can you, Hello, can,
1: can you hear me? Sorry.
0: I can now. Yeah, That's <laughs> awesome. So what are we doing?
1: <laughs> Barrett's laughing at me because I cringed when he touched my neck.
0: You mean like that? Yes. I, <laughs> I love you.
1: Yeah. Praying for you. You're going to need it. Um, okay, so.
0: Happy Mother's Day.
1: I have flowers. No. <laughs> So we have flowers, just some little something fun to give. Amen. And we're going to give away to a few. They're right there. They're pretty. A few different moms. So we're not going to start with the oldest. We're going to start with the most seasoned. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? We'll let them pick. They can. That'll be good. That works. So do we have a mom here that is older than 75? <laughs> <laughs> do we have a mom here that wants to admit that she's older than 75?
0: Right,
1: <laughs> do we have one older, older than 78? Oh, good.
0: Let, let, let's do this. Let's do this.
1: I don't want to ask you to admit your age. You don't ask a woman to admit your age. I know, I'm
0: not going to do that. One here, I you think so? Which one? I'll let you, y'all, y'all two both. Which one is higher? (laughs) Y'all decide which one of you has the. You can decide amongst yourselves. (laughs) Miss Nancy Nancy. is? All right. Miss Nancy, come get you a flower. Amen. They're pretty, aren't they? Which one would you like? (laughs) Okay, there you go, Justin. Thank you. So pretty. Hey, (laughs) We love you. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> <You're> next. <laughs> Who's next?
1: And now our youngest mom. Do we have a mom younger than 30? Miss right Baird.
0: Anyone else?
1: Abigail wants her fur babies count. to count. It does not count. All right, Miss Becca. She's our youngest. She's our there baby, baby mama.
0: That's pretty. Happy Mother's Day to you. <laughs> I hit you with
1: the flag. <laughs> She's like, hug. <laughs> Do a side hug. <laughs> That's <for sure>. Yay, <laughs> it sure does. Amen. <laughs> All right. Who has the most kids? Does anybody have more than five kids? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a confession? <laughs> Do we have anybody with more than five? Uh Miss Amy does. Michael, come pick a flower for Miss Amy.
0: Yeah, amen. And if you don't pick a good one, we're going to blame it on you. (laughs) (laughs) Whichever one you want. Amen. Yay. Oh, that's pretty. I like that. Amen. Amen.
1: And now, our newest mama. Do we have anybody with a baby younger than a
0: year? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Amen.
1: Yeah. Yay, come on up.
0: <clears throat> Amen. They're both pretty. Oh, I like those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Oh,
1: it's pretty. And we have one left, so let's give it to Miss Bonnie.
0: That sounds great.
1: Here, I'll deliver it. That's
0: a pretty one, too. I that like It is those. a pretty
1: one. There you go. Yeah.
0: Amen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. hiding Miss back Donnie. there. Yes, oh my ma'am. goodness. Oh, my goodness. So
0: good. Amen. Glory to God. And then. And now we,
1: we have, have
0: something special—a
1: raffle. So did every mama get a ticket? Every mama well, get a ticket? Them. All right, shake, shake, shake. shake what's Steven them. say? Stir. Shake, Stick, shake, 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 shake. Stir, 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 stir,
0: stir, stir. What's in the basket? Tell them what's in the basket, Steve. <laughs>
1: We need it. We need a microphone there's, for There's Paul. a lot of female stuff. <laughs> Paul says there's a lot of female stuff. What's so in the basket? So we have a mm-hmm. mug and spa. bath salts Ooh. and a spa gift certificate and a facial gift certificate and a five points gift certificate. Coffee. Caffeine and chocolate. Oh, yes. <laughs> there's caffeine. There was chocolate. They can take a break. <laughs> oh, that's cute. And I Symphony see. Symphony
0: Hershey's chocolate.
1: It looks like a candle. So, all kinds of relaxing stuff. Bath salts. Amen. And a cute little basket. All kinds of take care of you
0: stuff. Good stuff.
1: Mamas take care of lots of people. They need to take care of themselves sometimes, too. So, we want to bless you. All right. Got your ticket? Yep. Got it. All right. Five, nine, six, seven, Two, one, four. Oh. <laughs> you got it for your mom. Oh, good. Miss Jessica gets it. Miss Jessica's mm-hmm. back in the back serving. So let's check your ticket. Look at that, you
0: match. Awesome. Yeah. Tell your mom happy Mother's Day. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Paul. Amen. Would you like Not to say? Anything? Nope tell them happy mother's day I want you to bless them now listen one of the things that we were going to minister on and uh, we'll wrap up and get going is that moms are not just physical moms it's very clear it's very clear in the word that he wants ladies to be spiritual moms he wants them to walk in a goodness of God and walk on a level where they're able to help uh, be a spiritual mother to other people as well and so what I'd like to do is we want to just pray and bless all of the moms, be it future moms or moms now, and spiritual moms. So I'd like, if you're in this room and you're a lady, I'd like for you to go ahead and stand up. And um, even if Yay. you're a youth, even if you're a youth. And
1: you're you're going to be a spiritual mom. You're going to
0: be a spiritual mom. The Lord wants you to grow in that. And so I'd like for you just to bless.
1: All right. So, Father, we thank you today. We thank you for these women. We thank you, Lord, for your love for them and your empowerment of them. Lord, we thank you for all that you have poured into them that they will pour out into others, that they are chosen vessels, precious in your eyes. And, Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity to be used as one of those women of God. I thank you for the blessing yes. of each and every one of these women surrounding us here today, that they are chosen by you to be a vessel of your goodness, yes. a vessel of your love. And Lord, right now, we just call them blessed yes. with every spiritual blessing. Father, from the youngest to the most seasoned, we thank you that you continually Pour in your goodness into them, empowering them to be the strong women of God that you have called them to be. Father, I pray that you will send people to them that they are called to pour into, that they are called to mentor. And Lord, that in the moment they would know exactly what it is that you want to get to that person, Lord. Father, I thank you that as they step in to the spiritual woman of God that they they, they have been called to be, Lord, that they will be filled with every good and precious gift, Lord, because you tell us if we hunger and thirst for righteousness, we shall be satisfied. So, Lord, I thank you for this room full of hungry women of God that are daily being satisfied with your goodness. In Jesus' name, blessings be. In Jesus' name, amen.